Alrighty. What up? What up? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, dude. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> You're tired. I'm tired. I think I'm more tired because, like, I think like, I was telling you, I'm coming down with a cold. So, like, my nose is runny, and I'm going to sound disgusting today. No, wait, as opposed to any other day? Any other day when I sound <laughs> disgusting, it's for humor and it's fun. <laughs> People love that. But now it's literally, I'm going to be like, <laughs> and everyone's going to be like, <laughs> yeah, just like that. That's disgusting. Uh, First of all, uh, huh. I want to let everyone know that Nick is rocking the sickest pair of shoes I've seen in a while, and they're Pumas. They're not Nikes. They're not Reebok. They're Pumas. They're pretty goddamn comfortable, too. I've had these for a couple of years, and I've just recently started wearing them a You've little bit more. You've had them for a couple of years, dude? They look like you just got them last week. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I barely have ever worn them. Talked about my Jordans last week. Now we're talking about your Pumas this week. <laughs> My Pumas kick your Jordan's ass. I don't know, man. I'm kind of looking at those Pumas, and I'm thinking to myself, like, God dang, I think I want to kind of get those. Want to know where I got them? Foot Locker. Burlington. Burlington Coat Factory? Yep. For like 15 bucks. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. $15. I really don't have anything to say about that. Yeah, right? $15. You can't. <laughs> you, can't. you can't argue with good prices. <laughs> Cause like you know how I swear to God, if you would have said something like CVS or Vons and you got your <laughs> shoes, I would have been like dying laughing. I got them at the 99 cent store, man. Pumas. Yeah, <laughs> they've stayed together for this long, even though they're from the 99 cent store. Right, three years, 99 cents. What a bargain! <laughs> so we're here this week uh, on this fabulous day in San Diego. It's getting hot. It's a little warm. It's it's not like unbearable, but it's like what the fuck this is october be a little bit colder i know so this morning uh you saw on on the on the gram jess and i went to brunch with another couple for her birthday and stuff like that uh while en route to this place for uh-huh. breakfast uh we're in the car all having a conversation all of a sudden jess breaks the conversation and all of a sudden she goes oh my god oh my god and everyone's like what she goes, I just saw that lady bent over pissing on a tree. What? <laughs> yeah, the place that we went to is like two blocks away from the Salvation Army, right there by Double Deuces oh. in downtown San Diego and like in Gaslamp. And yeah, it's like there by the Salvation Army. And this lady literally was squatting down and is marking her territory all over that tree. Never a dull moment, I guess. It's like I like that reminds me of the time like when I was in downtown and I went for jury duty, which by the way, and you pissed on a tree too. I am pissed on a tree, but I should have. I should have <laughs> let them know that this is my hood. <laughs> maybe you smell that, that you smell that weird aroma of. May, of maybe of, that would have stopped that lady from doing it right there. They walk by. Is there a Starbucks nearby? It smells a lot like coffee around here. No, it's just my urine. This is my territory. This is my hood. Anyways, it's and you know what? We made it gross, but it's about to get even worse. <laughs> I got cleared from jury duty, so I didn't have to do it because I said I I like. Which, by the way, guys, like I was saying, if you claim financial hardship, you'll get out of there like super easy. So I got out of there. It's a beautiful day in San Diego. I'm thinking I'm gonna get some coffee. I start walking, and I had to do like a triple take, and I see on the ground just this giant pile of just human poop. Human shit just right there on, on the sidewalk with, with by the way, with a piece of toilet paper stick right on top of it. So the guy wiped. So at least there's some common decency. 
Yeah, common decency. That's that's what we'll call it. Uh, it was gross. <laughs> but so I, yeah, so we saw that this morning. So my morning's been pretty interesting. I got a little, Jesus. feel a little hungover, um, even though I drank a bunch of mimosas like three hours ago. I got white girl wasted. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like I'm sipping coffee right now with my hat on, and I just feel like I just went and partied all last night. And really, it was like three hours ago, and I'm just like, dead and you're yawning look at you you're yawning don't judge me this is gonna be a super exciting yeah, episode right. today <laughs> everyone's gonna be like where's the energy it's like we don't it's have out the it. fucking window right now <laughs> it's out the window got in a fucking uber and it's going you want to know why it's out the fucking window why is it out the fucking window because i don't have fucking donuts in my face yeah, Nick told me to get him donuts <laughs> last week. I thought it'd be super cool. I shot him a text. I said, hey, I'm going to get a donut. Do you want one? Because he's called Donut. And he was like, no, nah, I'm good. Don't worry about it. So I got myself one, not him. And then he texted me today, hey, go get donuts today. And then I didn't get donuts because he's right on point on weight, even though he's three pounds under. I don't want him to uh, – I don't want to be a bad influence on him. No, so, be, be a bad influence. I need more of those in my life. Yeah, you wanted me to get him Krispy Kremes. Fuck yeah. They're expensive, man. Not eh, – no, well, they can be, yeah. That's like saying, get me a purse, but I want it to be Michael Kors. <laughs> it's fucking Krispy Kreme. Like, I could have went to the – I could have went to the Asian guy down the street from my house that serves donuts with his shirt off. Now, that's disgusting. <laughs> Thing we talked about that last time. That's yeah, an instant. That's an instant walk out and not give them your business. That was so gross. <laughs> and of course, I'm an idiot. I'm like, I should have just walked out. Should be like, never mind, walked out. But of course, I'm like, you guys open still? One dollar. Oh, fuck. This is a dollar that I'm gonna regret. You know how much it costs to get get a, a, a horrible disease from donut shops? One dollar. <laughs> One dollar. Yep. Cheapest, so you want to be cheapest disease ever. I'll take the uh, I'll take the white Krispy Kreme. I'll take the white frosted donut. Don't tell me where the frosting's from. One dollar. Oh, you know where the frosting's from. Anyways, so I didn't get donuts, and Nick's like raging on me a little bit today. He's like, "Where's my donuts?" I'm like, "I didn't <laughs> fucking get you donuts." <laughs> well, I want a Krispy Kremes. You know, what, Nick. There's a lot of things that I want that I don't have right now. Hey, we're talking about me right now. <laughs> I'm three pounds under. I deserve a Krispy Kreme. I deserve Krispy Kremes. Give them to me. So how much? So what are you, what are you weighing at right now, big boy? You weighing at three oh five. Three oh five. Actually, you're, technically, I'm three like three and a half pounds under. You're 120 pounds heavier than I am. That's depressing, but okay. If I ate another person <laughs> or or fuse my body with another person, we would make up one Nick Dorian. I'm not sure how to take that. Uh, I don't know how you should take that either, man. What are you looking nice. at? Nice. We got another yes for our, or well, at least on mine, for the new podcast logo. Why? Well, I, I didn't post it on mine, so. Oh, well, there you go, loser. You're, fuck off. So we posted on our Instagram. Uh, if you guys haven't seen already, we posted a new logo for the Power Comedy Podcast. If you guys are uh, curious, on, we want to hear what you guys think on the poll. Give it a thumbs up if you guys like it. Thumbs down, or just tell us, uh, you know, that we're horrible people. Either way, it works. Either way, well, you get your <laughs> message. You get the point. You get the message across. Oh man. So are you? So you trained it all this week? You're, you're still doing I your. Can't. I'm not still taking it. your week off. Yeah, so I still gotta. Well, what's it? today's Wednesday, right? Today is Wednesday. Wednesday, Thursday. I leave. 
Friday morning, get there like late Friday afternoon, and then uh, weigh-ins on Saturday. Do you have to weigh in every single day, like again, or is it you weigh in once and you're good? No, weigh in once. Yeah. Oh, what, you lucky. So bitch. That, that's the official weigh-in. You lucky. On Saturday. You lucky, little little bitch. I hated that. that I hated weigh-ins when I used to wrestle. Yeah. And even now, getting back into jiu-jitsu, I realize I'm going to have to start cutting weight when I do tournaments next year. And I'm not excited for that because I want, <laughs> maybe it might be different. Because like when I was in high school, you weighed in every day. So if you do a tournament Saturday, uh, Fridays and Saturdays, you weigh in Friday morning, you weigh in Saturday morning. Well, for wrestling, I'm sure it's probably different just because like – you know, you got to make sure that you're at that same weight every single day, especially if it's a, like multiple day tournament. Mm-hmm. Like you got to make sure that you're at the same weight every single time. Right. So wait, how long is your tournament? Just uh, your, your, um, it's your competition. It's just one day, one day. Uh, I think altogether I'll be competing for like maybe three, four hours. Then get in, get out. So I and go stuff my face. And go stuff your face, man. I remember that was a that was a theme my senior year was we always got in and out. And yeah. one year, one year, we're walking to a tournament and we're like super low on like wrestlers. Like we're the we were the smallest team there for sure. We I think we had like six or seven guys. My buddy Alex pulls out of his gym bag seven in and out hats. And we're like, dude, where'd you get those? He goes, I jacked him, man. We're gonna walk in and style this 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 tournament. So we all walked in all wearing in and out hats. Uh bet you felt so proud. And that was the theme. We were known as the in and out team. Oh my god. The only in and out you're gonna be doing is you're gonna get in in, you're gonna get in there, you're gonna win, you're gonna get out. I said, I wish I was your I wish I was there. I would love to coach you. Oh god. I wouldn't be able to concentrate. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Nick, get a neck. Work for those Krispy Kremes, Nick. Lift for those Krispy Kremes. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, if you ever try to lift coach t- me. You lift 10 pounds more than your max. I'll get you a dozen. I'll get you one Krispy Kreme per five pounds extra that you lift. And I bet you anything, you're going to be lifting goddamn 60 pounds more for that baker's dozen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick. Oh, my God. Five pounds, one donut. Can this man do it? Can Nick lift 60 extra pounds over his max rep to get a baker's dozen of Krispy Kremes? Da-na-na. No, no. <laughs> we'll find out on Sports Center. So how do you Sports win? How, how are you going to win? Like is it whoever lifts the most like mo- lifts the most stuff? Um like if you lift 300 pounds, this guy lifts 310 pounds, does he win? Or is it all just like like like, or is it like dancing where it's like Nick less lift ten pounds lighter, but he just looks so beautiful while doing it, just so graceful. Look at that landing, beautiful. <laughs> it's basically what they base it off. Of. I mean, it goes off of the cumulative uh, total between three, all three lifts. Okay, and it also is based off of uh, something called a Wilkes score. Okay, I'm not really sure how that's calculated. But you should probably figure that out before you go in this competition. You know what I mean? Eh, fuck it. What's uh, the score? I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, how, I don't know how we do this shit. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, no. So I mean, honestly, if I win or not even win, but even if I place, I mean, I'm cool with that. I'd still actually. I'm gonna message him right now. So the goal is just to place, not to win. 
Yeah, I mean, especially competing on this big of a scale. Like, I know that there's going to be some fucking monsters. Mon beasts. So. I feel you, man. I, 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 it's super funny because, like, your goals towards, like, weightlifting is, like, what are you for comedy? Like, I was telling you and telling everyone right now, too, uh, I got qualified. So I did a competition before we started doing this podcast. I did a comedy competition in August. And I did it at Madhouse Comedy Club in downtown in Gaslamp. And uh, I didn't make it through. So I was super bummed. And then um, I got a message yesterday. Guy said, hey, man, you made it one of eight comics in the first round. I got the highest score from people but didn't advance. So you, I got the wild card. So I, I, I don't know if it's like top four gets to advance or if it's top two or if it's just one takes all. But... I don't know. I feel you, man. I I'm <laughs> I, I got I got my own little competition going on on Monday yeah, too. It's, it's insane. I have to be funny. You have to be super strong. Well, not not super strong. Pretty super strong. <laughs> but yeah, so that's. I mean, basically, just go in there, do the numbers that I was given, and uh, just kind of go from there. Are you supposed? Are you allowed to tell your competition what number you're given? It's like a secret, like like Nick's dirty little secret, is uh, as, yes. as a cumulative is yes, a cumulative like nine hundred pounds. Because <laughs> if you do what like three hundred pounds, three different sets, that's nine hundred, and that would be the cumulative weight. I'm just trying to figure this out. No, so basically, whatever. Um, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are like. God, this guy's retarded. Like, it's super simple math. <laughs> but, well, yeah, no, 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 hey, no, no. You know, So, guys? basically, what, what the total comes from. So, let's say you get all three lifts on squat, only two lifts on bench, and three lifts on deadlift. Okay. So, basically, the last lift that you did, mm -hmm. so the third lift on squat, second lift on bench, third lift on deadlift, those are the numbers that uh, make your total. Interesting. So... All, basically, the other two attempts on each lift mm -hmm. don't even fucking count. So, do you want to go balls out right off the you, bat, no, or do you want to pace yourself? Pace. Dang. So basically, this is so cool, man. So basically, the op the opening lift, the first attempts, it's like warm up. Basically, need to be fast as hell. What's your warm up weight? Uh, like my openers. Sure. Everything? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like, okay. like, 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 like for me, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about what I lift just because it's gonna be it's like child's numbers and then fucking adult numbers. Like me, I put, when I when I when I warm up like with bench in the gym, I think I'm badass. I put 25 pounds and I do 10 reps. So and then I throw five another 10, so I go 35 and then I do like eight reps and then I throw a 45 pound plate. And I do about like six reps, and then like that's pretty much my workout. That's my bench lift. <laughs> so I warm up. I warm up with twenty fives, and now that I, and I've seen your videos of you benching, and uh, I, I, I don't. I, I'm pretty sure you can use me as your opening weight. One eighty five. My actually, my opening uh, bench is three twenty five. Your opening bench is three twenty five. Yeah, I'm laughing just because. God dang, I feel so weak. <laughs> my opening squat's 425 and my opening deadlift's 525. I love Nick's encouragement because I'll tell him. I'll be like, dude, like, I lifted this today. Or I'll be like, hey, man, like, I'm doing so much better. Like, I feel so strong. I, like, curled 45s today. And all of a sudden, he's just like, 
oh, that's cute. Like with one arm? I'm like, no, with both my fucking arms and my chest standing up with an assistant. He goes, huh, that's adorable. Well, see, now you're making me sound like an asshole. My penis can curl more than that. Like, (laughs) Jesus, man. Like, I I almost feel inferior to be like, so I went to the gym today. You're going to be like, "Uh uh-huh, and... What you do? Go run on the treadmill? You're so cute. Oh, look at you doing cardio and trying to lift weights. You're so adorable. <laughs> You're so cute. And I'm actually like really trying. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get in such good shape. Now I almost wanna get and I wanna try. I really I wanna go to your gym with you one day and just like walk in and just be like, all right, let's lift some shit, guys. And watch them and just watch them all, cause <sighs> Sad to say, but there's definitely some women in there that are just, like, jacked. Oh, dude, there's women in the sport that would make you feel so inferior. It's disgusting. But it's not, like, well, you might be stronger, but, I mean, I probably, well, I don't know, actually. I'm really curious. Like, do you think I would have more endurance than you, or do you think you have more endurance than me? You probably have more endurance than I do. Like, I'm a sprint, like, you're a sprinter, but I'm, like, distance. Yeah. So Pretty with. Much. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, with... Because in my head, I when I lift, when I bench, I don't put chains or, or, or rubber bands or um, <laughs> bricks or people um, or trucks or cars or dumpsters. I don't do any of that when shit I lift. either. What, what the hell? <laughs> Nick, I can see you being on the strong man, and I feel like if I went to your thing, I feel like I would go in with like the intentions of, like, I feel like I would go with you, and I'd have a clipboard, I'd have a whistle, I have a Nike like like collared polo shirt. Be chewing gum the whole time. Be like taking tape measures out, measuring your arm and stuff like that. Because even though that doesn't mean anything, but writing down the numbers and have people be like, "What the hell is this guy doing?" And I want people to be, I'm be like, "Yeah, I'm his coach." Chewing gum. Right. We're gonna come and win this bitch today. And just to find out, your real coach shows up. And he goes, "No, nah, no, nah, here's some pom poms. You can be his cheerleader." <laughs> Be aggressive. Be be aggressive. Lift that weight. Lift lift that weight. Yeah. No. Don't ever do that again. B i g t a s t y. Big and tasty, but big and tasty. Please go. Big and tasty. I just sounded like hella gay there for a moment. What are you doing? I'm communicating shit you're like you're like i'm like staring at you and you're just like zoning out no i'm trying to find the roster for the competition so i can see how many people are in my weight class oh that's i oh that's really good to know how many people are gonna be competing against so yeah i remember doing wrestling tournaments being as low as like three people and max is like 15 people well and also i do this just so i can try to find them on social media and see like okay what they're doing yeah pretty much fucking stalking them a little bit i did that for fe- my last meet i sure <laughs> did no dude there my last meet mind you i died in a corner so uh what do you mean you died in a corner oh i did a 20 pound water cut in four days ouch yeah so i i literally died in a corner um but um what nothing what did you just say? <coughs> I said I had an itch. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll kill you later. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so you found out I was on a roster and you stalked them on Instagram? Yeah, to see what they were lifting. 
and there was this uh, fucking. So it is. So when you have your numbers, it is like a secret. You can't tell them. Pretty much. Do you think anyone stalked you? Think anyone of your competitors looked up Nick the Hulk Dorian and thought, "Fuck, this guy's o- listening to our podcast right now." Oh my god, dude! We just let them know what your opening weight is. That's fine. Holy shit, they're gonna be like, "Dang, this guy's opening lift." They don't know what my third attempts are. Yeah, well, I don't know what that is either, but good. I barely know what that is. Yeah, well, we can't we can't reveal it. <laughs> I just realized that they're gonna be listening to this and they're probably gonna be scanning it, looking no. for looking for looking for information. Where how are we gonna take out Nick the Hulk Dorian? You're going to walk in like, this is Peanut, and then people are going to underestimate because your name is Peanut, <laughs> is and Peanut. then all of a sudden you're going to come in just a monster <laughs> and just lift this way, and they're going to be like, God damn it. Peanut's a pretty much the white ape. That's what you should call yourself. Is, the white okay, wait, wait, ape. Is that name taken I have in, no your, in, your, in your field of profession, the white ape, like Tarzan? Fucking A. There's a guy that goes by uh, the Vanilla Gorilla. Damn, that's so good. The vanilla, gr- vanilla, gr- vanilla gorilla, vanilla gorilla. I can't even say it. <laughs> I can't even say it. The vanilla gorilla. Oh my god! The dude. man, the myth, the legend, Tarzan, the white ape. I like that, dude. We'll call. It, we'll start calling you Tarzan. Jeez. Fucking silverback gorilla in my <laughs> living room right now. <laughs> Wearing a shirt that says pack mentality. Jesus. I think it's I think it's really funny because I think when I met you, I was thinking like when I first met you, I thought to myself like, "Dang, this guy, yeah, will fuck me like, up." <laughs> and I find out you're just like the biggest teddy bear I've ever met. You're not even a gorilla; you're like a white teddy bear. Yeah. <laughs> he acts tough. He does the eyebrow, but he giggles. He's he's the biggest I'm giggler I know. A giggler. F- fuck off. <laughs> He acts all tough, but he's a little giggler. You can ask his girlfriend. Shut up. He's a giggler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, so you stalk these guys. That's so funny, man. That's like that's like college girl stuff right there. It's like, oh, my God, who are you dating? I don't know, but let's look at his friends. Well, no, I, I don't look at it as stalking. I'm doing recon before I go in and beat these guys' asses. Nice. It's not stalking; it's recon. Therefore, it's totally justified. Yeah, no, that's pretty. Good. That's 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 scoping out the competition. I mean, like there, like I was said, I uh, was saying. You think in, if you uh, accidentally locked one of their videos, they'd be like, "Do you think they would know it was you, or do you think they would be, uh, oh, this is just a friendly guy in the, in this community of weightlifters, not knowing that this guy is a shark in the water and he's about <laughs> to attack me." <laughs> I don't know, but there was this nineteen-year-old uh, kid in my last meet. 19-year-old kid? 19-year-old kid. Straight up genetics. Fuck that guy. Dude, he fucking, he broke state records. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's. I'm like, what the fuck? Genetics, man. Fuck genetics. I. You got guys like you and me who are working hard just to stay in shape, not to be a, not to be a circle shape. And you got guys that are just 19 that are just like completely just jacked. Yeah. They're just completely like, yeah, you know, my dad's 6'9", my mom is 6'2". I've had a six pack since I was four years old. I've been pult jolting and pult jolting. I don't know what I'm trying what to say. What the hell is pult jolting? I'm trying to improvise something here, but I can't really think of anything. It's not right working. Now. It's not working. That's why I need to just like give up. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't quite go that far. So we got a couple days out from your tournament. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's coming up quick. What else? What else are you doing this week besides working? Uh, you got the job at Verizon. 
Yeah. Finding off that Virgin that. Mobile. I still have Virgin Mobile. I'm not off of it yet. Not yet. You will be, though. But I won't be going to Verizon. What do you mean you won't be going to Verizon? You're going to be working for Verizon. So? There's guys that work at Verizon that don't even have Verizon. So you're going to keep Virgin Mobile? Probably. For a little bit longer. What? You can't break up with your with with the with the Virgin Mobile company or no, what? No, I can't. Cause they treat me good. They treat me good. They give me unlimited data. They give me unlimited talking text. <laughs> and my phone always says Virgin on it. <laughs> and I like it that way. Don't judge me. <laughs> oh man. Were you there last night when those people at the restaurant were still there? Or did they already leave by the time you got there? What people? Oh, man, dude. We were closing up last night, and I was about to get out of there. I was on my way out, and poor Danielle, she's, like, chilling there, and all of a sudden, a tent top walks in. Or it's, like, VIP regulars come in, and they oh, want Oh, I think food. I, I, I was there when, like, they were starting to leave. Leave, yeah. Oh, yeah. They came out literally, like, 10 minutes before the last call, and they wanted food and stuff like that. Kitchen was pissed. Oh, I'm sure. So Nick and I both work in a movie theater. We've played it before, like we said before, but it's also a restaurant as well. And I'm thinking it would be and cool. The, and the and the food's okay. The food's the food's <laughs> okay. It's, I mean, it's a movie theater. It's not like you're, yeah. in a, you know, the entrees like full steaks and stuff like that are actually pretty good. But when you're in the movie theater, you're gonna be getting like flatbreads and stuff like that. Yeah, but see, there's people that order like full fucking five course meals in the movie theater, and uh, it annoys the shit out of me. They always complain. They always complain. Always complaining. But like, there's never a time that they're not complaining about something. It blows my mind how people can just complain, man. And you know what? And that'd be such a. I always thought that'd be such a cool little segment if we just drop a little restaurant knowledge on our people. Like basically, yeah, here's like, a little knowledge. Don't be a dick to the people that are trying to help you. Have you ever seen that movie, Waiting? Boom, knowledge. Oh yeah, I Ryan Reynolds. That movie. Famous line: Don't fuck. With, with the people, people who handle yep. your food. Yep. It's true. The thing like, about that movie, though, that pissed me off was it made such a bad rep for restaurants in general. I don't know how many times I've had people pull me aside and be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. The dish is, like, overcooked or something like that. Like, real problems. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no problem. I'll fix it for you. Like, I'll go let the kitchen know. And they always say the same thing. You're not going to spit in my food, are you? No, we they don't. They always say that to you? I've had not everyone, but I've had people in the past say that. And it, okay, uh, I, I got to say, so my, I think I mentioned this before, but my very first job, I was a busser at a Red Lobster back in Tucson. Oh, no, I didn't know this. I have a gift card job. for Red Lobster. Oh, my God. Yes. Give me some Red Lobster juicy, like, details. <laughs> so. the inside Here is the inside scoop with Red Lobster with Nick Dorian. So, I used to work at one in, in Tucson, and I think I was, like, 17 or some shit like that right and um i remember like one of the servers was just having like shitty like time just having a really bad time with um certain customers and um so she comes back to the kitchen just all huffy and shit and she was like, you know, fuck those guys, fuck the just complaining. So she takes one of their drinks and literally spits in it, <gasps> mixes it up. What? And she did that? Mixes it up and then takes it out to him. And I just watched this guy chug the fucking drink. I'm like, 
Oh my god. What the fuck did I just see? What a bitch. And, I'm like, and no one ever found out. No one no one. Dang, until now. And I'm like Oh my god. Do you think she still works at Red Lobster? No, she's long gone. She's long gone. She's bad his like his coat yeah. like and then st- like I'm gonna get back at that fucker. No, bro, like straight. <laughs> yeah. That's so gross, dude. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Man, Red Lobster servers are <laughs> fucking savages, man. I work at a steakhouse. There's been times where you know, like like the worst thing I've ever written to a table is like I've had a table one time tell me like we're not ready to order we're not ready to order we're not ready to order and finally i was like fuck it and i just don't go back <laughs> really like i don't go back i walk past them until finally they flag me down then they're like we're ready to order i'm like oh perfect <laughs> and i don't know why especially at our place i've like been trying really hard to like i don't know why i've just been subconsciously like kind of a sarcastic dick to them like I try to make I know, my, I've heard you. <laughs> I try to make my tables feel dumb and I shouldn't, but I kinda do. Like I feel bad. I had this guy and this older lady come down and I said, Hey guys, welcome. You guys like to look at a uh, uh, look at a dessert ma- uh not dessert menu, wow I'm fucking up. Would you guys like to look at a <laughs> lunch menu? And they were like, Well, we're gonna get some drinks and yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll probably get some food, so you know, I, I think we were kind of hungry. I'm like, so that's a yes. <laughs> I will grab both. I, I'm like, that's a yes. They're like, yeah, we'll get some drinks too. I'm like, I will grab both menus. Like intentionally I had. And I would walk away. And I love when people were like, oh, we're hungry. Or what, what was it? One time someone um, came up to me, and this was like last week, and they were like, you guys uh, you guys serve cooked food here? And I looked at him like no, they fucking. Did I that. looked at him and I I don't know why I said it, but I looked at him and this is kind of this is like right when like uh, this is the same day I cut my finger, so like I'm kind of in a pissed off mood. And I looked at him and I go, "That's normally how restaurants work." So yes, we do serve cooked food, and I felt like a dick, and I probably shouldn't have said that, but it's just like I get some of the stupidest. But see, questions. that was a stupid fucking question. Man, I've like I mean come I don't on. talk I don't talk about it on stage. Because I can't figure out how to make it funny because it pisses me off so much. Like, I've had the – okay, one thing. The coolest thing I've ever seen while working in a restaurant is one time I served this guy who's by himself at my other job. Not the one we work at, but my right. second one. Yeah. And he was sitting at a table that's right next to a window. Well, this window is right next to my server station. So I could peek through the window. I can see how much he's eaten. I can kind of observe his table without having to bother him. Yeah. So I drop off his food. I go back for the two-by-two two minimum, two-minute warning thing. How's everything? It's going. Everything's great. I go. I want to see how he's doing. I look through the window. I can see this guy's phone. And I don't, you know, I'm not trying to snoop or anything. But I look, and I'm trying to look at his plate, but his phone's right next to it. So I'm trying to see how he's doing. And on his phone, I just see just complete, just naked woman right there on his phone. Ba-bam. Just chilling on there. And he's guy's scoping out a nudie pic that he got sent to him. Good for him. Nicely done. Good for him. That still happens nowadays. Awesome. Like, not Snapchat. Like, sent to him. Like, as in, like, hey, you keep this. <laughs> this is for you. My biggest pet peeve is when I have grown people. Uh-huh. Not children. Grown people. What can I get started a drink for you? Hmm. You know what? 
think I'm gonna get a glass of milk. I, I really what? Wanna, yeah, I've had grown men be like, you know, I'm gonna take a glass of milk. You know, when my steak comes out, bring me a glass of milk. And my head, it's like, can I see your ID, please? Because I highlight out you're younger than five years old. Because if you have an ID, you're obviously too old to fucking order milk. I like milk. I love milk. Yeah, in the comfort of my own home. In the comfort of my own fucking home. <laughs> I don't order that shit out in public. I will never. The only thing that I'll order that has milk in it is like a shake or some shit. Milkshake, ice cream. Yeah. Even hot, fuck, even hot chocolate. Dude, you're at a breakfast place. Go fucking bananas. Oh, yeah. But when you're... That's you know, the only time it's... A, okay. You know what? I would even even go as far as saying if you order milk at a breakfast restaurant, okay, you might be able to get away with that. Yeah. Because it's breakfast. But, man, it's 7 o'clock at night. You're about to have a fucking medium rare ribeye with some bomb-ass chimichurri. And you want milk. <laughs> Drink that shit at home, man. <laughs> yeah. That's... And these guys, the kind of guy that orders milk at a restaurant is a serial killer. They fucking serial killers. They look creepy. They're scary. And I was like, you know, I'll take milk. And it's like, okay, do you want a body to murder with that as well, sir? <laughs> do you want to murder me now or do you want to murder me after after dinner for dessert? <laughs> Straight Jeff Jeffrey Dahmer. Straight Dexter me, just like straight Ugh. Dexter you. <laughs> and so you know you're gonna find me in the Gulf of Mexico in trash bags thrown over the over the over the cliff. Spitting the drink. I can't believe it. She puts a bad name to people. What else? You got any other like juicy things about Red Lobster? Um Are the biscuits are the biscuits frozen or are they made fresh? That they actually are made fresh. <sighs> There is a God. They actually are made fresh. <laughs> I watched them being made. Nice. I was like, okay. You yeah. know, we have a Red Lobster gift card that Jess's mom got her for Christmas like two years ago. <laughs> and we always talk. such a random gift. $50 gift card. That's like buying the whole restaurant at Red Lobster. No, that'll get you like an appetizer and an entree. Oh, really? Is that expensive now? Damn. Yeah. Struggling in it, these streets. It's up there, but... No, so pretty much everyone was dating everyone. That's um, how normal restaurants work. Yeah, everyone usually. It, it was like really like that's that's one of those situations where like you don't shit where you eat type deal. You know, it's like don't dip your pen in company ink. Pretty much. I had a guy that I worked with that literally ran train through so many girls at work. Nice. It was gross. No girl came in all of a sudden. He's like, oh yeah. Well. <laughs> One of the uh, I told you that I used to work at strip clubs, right? No, what the fuck? No, you did not oh. tell me this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 time we're at? We are at uh, thirty five minutes, and uh, I'm gonna put on there. Hey, thirty five minutes. That's when the shit gets juicy. <laughs> so you used to work at a strip club? What the hell? I used to work at two of them. Two different ones? Yeah. At the same time? Or you went from one and uh, you upgraded to another? I tried to work both at the same time, but. It got to where like one was actually scheduling more than than the other, so I just stuck with the other one. What, so what the heck? Like, what'd you do at a? What were you doing at a strip club? I mean, I can probably guess. <laughs> I was gonna say, come on now. Yeah, I mean, you ain't stripping. No. I mean, unless you're doing like, uh, uh, like a uh, um, man. Well, man, what do you think? What day? If you had to pick a day out of the week to make a chubby 
like night week for people who fat are fat man Friday, fat man Friday, <laughs> man, that's some stones on you to claim a Friday night. <laughs> Just take those girls money. Hey bitches, keep walking with your six inch heels. <laughs> this shit's fat mine. man Fridays. <laughs> no. So obviously I was a bouncer bouncer. Got yeah. it. One of the guys that I, and you were with, bigger back then. I was much bigger. I You're was like, I think I was sitting at, Fuck, 385, 390. Damn, you're like 80 pounds heavier. How long ago is this? A couple years ago? Well, it turns out I've only been living here for like three and a half years. So you lied to everyone so in the cast. I did. I'm sorry. Nice. I'm so sorry. Fucking liar. It's hard to keep track track of time, so shut up. Yeah, I know. You thought I'd been <laughs> born and raised here, and I'm like, I I've only lived here for a year. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I don't listen. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, uh, so I was I'm sorry I'm just like laughing I'm thinking like Buster Red Lobster Straight to Bouncer At a strip club Yeah What a no, career I job. was about 19 or 20 Nice Dude you're at the You're a prime like Damn Go ahead Go ahead I want to hear some of this I'll tell you my strip Okay perfect We're gonna go into a strip club thing Cause I'll tell you my <laughs> strip club stories But I wanna hear yours first Cause you actually worked at one That is gonna be the title of this episode Strip, strip club, club stories, stories. <laughs> Yep <clears throat> So the f- the one uh, that I worked at, uh, first one was called Tens. <laughs> yeah, the most ghetto place ever. Welcome to Tens, <laughs> where the women are fives. <laughs> and Your so, expectations are tens, but <laughs> we reached the results of five. <laughs> tens divide by two. <laughs> oh man! So one of the guys that I worked with. He would always brag about, oh, yeah, I slept with three of the girls from here last night. This and I'm like, okay, did you get tested? No homo, but was he like a good looking guy? No, he looks like the he. Oh, yeah, the girls are five. Never mind. He looked like the missing link. Mm. Like, what's that guy's name from uh, the Goonies? Sloth. Close. (laughs) Close. Hey, you guys. (laughs) Nick. (laughs) I slept with five girls. Good for you, man. But <laughs> I know, right? But I actually here comes Zephyr. He's up with her. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually did, I did stay friends with one of the girls. She's re- she's really cool. Nice. Um, I keep in touch with her every once in a while to see how her and the family's doing. But the family. um, but yeah. So, oh, and I actually uh, I got shot at at that one. You got shot at? Well, there was a shooting. Yeah, and like I was working the door. Wait, wait, hang on, hold up. <laughs> what ha- so you worked with the guy who claimed you were slept with three other girls? Uh huh. So that was like a well, three other girls. That's what he told me, but he actually slept with every girl that worked there. So he was just lowballing you. He was lowballing. Yeah, I was up like three girls, Nick. Yeah, he, he you was, know, not a big deal. And it's like he ran train on all the girls. Yeah, Ew. pretty much. So you asked him, do you ever get tested? Yeah, I asked him that. Yeah. He's like, what? No, I was like. Eh probably should that's disgusting yeah when do you hear my disgusting story <laughs> so you have there was a shootout yeah there was a shooting so <laughs> what you you remember how everyone was like going insane because the mind calendar was ending and this and that back in 2012 yeah damn it was like five years ago I yeah know. i guess i mean like so so basically no i was 21 i don't really i don't really remember people freaking out like trying to go on shooting rampages well no so the fucking club that I that I was at decided to have an end of the world party. Nice, good theme, good yeah. theme. Yeah, right. Yeah. Solid theme. Um, 
and then uh, I don't know the whole like details behind it, but um, I heard outside. Honestly, because the music was so loud inside, it sounded like just a car backfiring. And um, two guys actually, like, uh, charged through the door, the front door, and fall on the ground. I was like, oh, what the hell is going on here? And I see blood on the guy's shirt. Whoa. And then I, I radio my manager right away. I was like, yo, get the fuck up here now. And... He gets up there and he's like, "What? What the fuck's going on?" And I'm like, "Look at the, look at these guys." And he's like, "Get these guys out of here." I'm like, "All right." So and then these guys are like, "No, no, no! Don't send us back out there!" Blah, blah, blah. And uh, my manager was like, "No, get the fuck out." So we get them out. We actually put the whole place on lockdown. Uh, I get at that point in time, like, and it's still kind of prevalent there now. Um, like the whole blood and crip, like gang, and in, in, uh, in, in Tucson? Tucson, yeah. Whoa, I didn't think they. So that th- that's far. that's what it was. Oh shoot! Yeah, that that's what it ended up being. We actually we had to put the club on lockdown, and mind you, this was at like <clears throat> two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Club closes at four. We didn't get out of there until seven thirty in the morning. Cops had to show up and stuff like that. Yeah, I did, cops, detectives, the whole nine. And, um, like, they basically told us, all right, everyone that's in here, you got to stay put. Until we say otherwise, you got to stay put. And, of course, we have drunk assholes in, inside the club. So they're, they're all trying to light up cigarettes and shit, and you can't do that. And they're like, oh, let me out. Uh, you're holding me against my will. And, like, no, motherfucker, we're listening to the police. That told us to keep your happy asses inside. So you don't get pop, pop, pop. Yeah, exactly. So, and, <clears throat> and so we were dealing with that on the inside. And then I actually, I pulled one of the de- uh, detectives aside. And I was like, hey, could you do me a favor? And he's like, yeah, what's up? I was like, all right. There's a silver pathfinder out in the parking lot. Go check it. Make sure there's no bullet holes and let me know. And he was like, you serious? And I was like, yeah. That's my car. Please go do it. So he's like, all right, well, I, give me 15 minutes. 20 minutes goes by. I'm like, motherfucker. So he comes back. And he's like, you're good. I was like, there's no bullet holes. He's like, no, not even a graze. I'm like, oh, thank you, God. You're so worried about like, now, hey, how are those fuck, guys going? It's like, hey. No, fuck them. They got themselves into that shit. How's my so. car? Yeah, I was like, no, just check my fucking car so that way I can go upstairs and take a nap on these fucking cum-stained couches. (laughs) And then I have one more story from the other club. Oh, okay, that's that. So this one was a shootout. That's a pretty good story. Yeah, that that, that was that was a shootout. And uh, all right, so the other one uh, (laughs) is called Raiders Reef. Raiders Reef. The whole place was in the shape of a boat. Tans, you put these on your resume? No. Damn, that'd be so funny. No. Nick, what makes you qualify to work at Verizon? Well, I used to work at Tens, <laughs> and I used to work at Raiders Reefs. Um, that's my work history. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, not a whole lot of selling phones, but, man, I was, I was selling that, that vagina <laughs> at, like, contract price. So, I mean, do you so want I, the new iPhone or you want this new uh, <laughs> iPhone 5? But, I mean, this is, like, a little older, a little more used, but I was selling used vag on the on the side. That oh side hustle. God. Okay. So, <laughs> Ew. Okay. so 
Okay, first little mini story. So there was um, at the second club. So just like pretty much all the other strip clubs that you've been to, they're like, you know, just topless. They're never full nude. Right. So uh, that's exactly what both of the clubs that I was at were. So Ray's Reef, it was, I can't remember the day of the week, but uh, one of the dancers just got so loaded so loaded she didn't even know where the fuck she was and she it was her turn to go on stage and the dj actually had to call her up like two or three times and uh my manager calls in he was like hey look for so-and-so she's supposed to be on stage so i'm like all right give me a sec so i go look for her i turn around she's going up on stage she's fully nude fully like everything Mm mm-hmm and that's a big no 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 no. That's a big no no. So, she, <laughs> he was like, my manager was like, Dorian, get her off stage. I was like, all right, fuck, okay. So and she was a little thing, but turns out, the the chick that went up on stage, is the mother of a girl that I went to high school with. Oh, and I didn't find this out until later. Ooh, and only reason why I found that out is because um, we had to call her daughter to come pick her up because she was she wasn't able to work anymore that night because she was that far gone so we had to call her daughter her daughter came and she just gave me the biggest like oh fuck oh I know you you're my graduating class yeah and I'm like oh shit so <laughs> Rebecca, how are you doing? Yeah, right. Like, how the fuck do you like? Hey, how's it going? I wrote a I wrote a stripper joke. Uh, it was a one liner that I wrote one of my first year doing comedy, and it went, "You never want to go to your local strip club in your hometown." Yeah, because you don't want to get caught in an awkward situation where the girl's dancing on you, and you're like, Rebecca, <laughs> you laugh. You know, I I do that joke, and sometimes people don't get it they're like what i'm like because you know the girl by her first name bro my so all right i'm gonna finish this story and then i have one more go ahead (laughs) go ahead i have way too many sharp close stories um because i have just as many as you do (laughs) so um so there was that one extremely awkward so um and then the other one i think it was like a Wednesday, Thursday night, or not night, but like early afternoon. It was like mm-hmm. two, three o'clock in the afternoon, and uh, relatively slow. There was like maybe five, six guys in the entire place, um, and it was me, my manager, and one other guy, pretty, pretty big guy. And uh, manager radios me, hey, uh, do a quick walkthrough, just make sure all the girls are doing all right. And I was like, all right, cool. So I walked the main floor check on all the girls, everyone's doing good, go to the VIP room, everyone's doing good, go into the champagne room, I look to my left. Oh, you guys got a champagne room? Yeah, like legit. Raiders Reef sounds a lot more legit. Yeah. Like you went from 10s, which is like this ghetto place, shot out. They're both blood equally ghetto. But, but this one's got a champagne room. <laughs> so I look to my left, all the girls are doing good. I look to my right. I see everyone's doing good, but I had to do a double take to my right. I was like, the fuck? 
Homeboy has his pants around his ankles, and one of our girls' heads are going up and down. Damn. Yeah, so I, I walk out slowly. Getting some head calmly. in that champagne room. Yeah, I walk out and calmly. that's a big no-no. Yeah, I, I radio my manager. I was like, so Homeboy's getting a Hummer <laughs> in the fucking champagne room. <laughs> And he's like, Wait. "Yo, Sapphire is doing a uh, doing an F one fifty on this guy. It's all code." And uh, Cinnamon is uh, <laughs> Cinnamon's going down. And he goes, "Wait, really? Are, are you are you kidding?" I was like, "Why would I joke about this?" And he's like, "All right, well, take care of it." And I was like, "All right." So I go in, I go up to the guy, and you sucked his dick. No, I'm kidding. He just say, I mean, he said, "Take care of it." Shut up. So, <laughs> so you go up to him. He's he's like a short, stocky little guy. So I go up to him. I'm like, "Hey, dude, he's got little man syndrome. Got to get the fuck out." And he's like, "Fuck you! Can't you see I'm fucking busy?" Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> and then he was like, "Go fuck yourself." Blah. I'm like, "All right." So I walk back out, and I'm radio my manager, and he was like, "Well, he said this and this," and he's like, "All right, well, do what you need to do." And I was like, "Wait, do what I need to do." Yeah. I won't get in trouble? No. I'll get to keep my job? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> Thumbs up, Green Flag. <laughs> so I walk back in. I actually grab the guy by his shirt. That's sick. And literally, I give him zero time to pull his pants up. You're just dragging him I out with his dong out? Yeah, I drag him out, push him out the front door. I'm like, have a good day. And... The the girl that was caught, mm-hmm. <laughs> turns out she made like eight nine hundred bucks that day. We know why. <laughs> is that <laughs> and, like? I mean, is that a lot for them? That is a lot in good one day. day. Yeah, in good, one good, day. Good shift, huh? So little Hummer gets you nine hundred dollars. Yeah, that's right? expensive. I would never pay that much for any. Well, of no, the, she was there from like the opening of the day to whatever. Dang, she's doing a clopening shift. Yeah. Right. So. Um, so we figure out that she made that much and she had to pay like 200 250 to the actual club mm-hmm. i got the rest what they made her give me the rest because i was the one that because what she was doing was illegal so she gave it was basically constant like it constitutes as prostitution so you made 650 yeah what the fuck? That is so awesome. And yeah, I've only heard like stories of like, um, and the- <laughs> not in my friends, but I've known guys who have friends whose buddies threw down three, four hundred bucks just yeah. to get a Hummer from this girl. Yeah. So and she- so really, I mean, this guy is every t- every time after that, she would always try to find little shit to try to get me fired. I'm like, nothing you're gonna do is gonna Man, work. You you guys came out on top. That guy's got a got a partial heart on. Partial finished Hummer. You made 650 bucks, and this girl, Justice, that is justice right there. Yep. Justice is served. Yeah. And then I turn around to and look at my uh, manager. I was like, can I go home? And he was like, yeah, if you want. And I was I'm like, traumatized. Right, cool. I saw another male's penis. No, I'm traumatized. It's not even fucking that. Report. I was like, dude, I just pocketed 650 Can I just dip out for the rest of the day? And he's like, Sure. I'm like, fuck yeah. So being in a place. Okay. So if anyone, uh, anyone ever knows anything about strip clubs, I found this out because 
uh, I met a girl that was at a, as a stripper at a strip club and kind of had like a personalized stripper. That's a whole other story. But <laughs> essentially, they have to pay like a percentage. Yeah. Like they make 500 bucks. They got to pay 30% of that towards the club. It's like a club fee anyways. Yeah. So my story... Damn, those are really hold, good. Hold on, I got one more. One more? I got one more. Oh, hell, dude. I told you. Shootout, Hummers. <laughs> I'm like learning a whole new thing about you, Nick. Ex roommate that I found out was stripping at another club. Ex room, like a female roommate? Yes. Okay. My very first roommate. So it was me and. So f- from 2012 to when? When did you leave the club? I left. I think at each club I was total I, like total from the I, day you started or the year that you started. I, I was, I was and, working in clubs for about a year. So for for 2012 2013, Nick the Hulk Dorian before he discovered powerlifting <laughs> was a straight up like strip club like on like like bouncer like you were yeah. in the industry. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And see, I would actually try to get a part time job out here doing that, but they make you get a guard card. Ah. So, which I mean, in California is actually smart, but no. So yeah, you can work the one that's like a nude shop that's right there off of. Um, <laughs> oh God. It's it looks that one looks really run down. That one's off like by Sports Arena. Yeah, it's off Rosecrans, I think. Yeah. That's one I always see when I go to like Target over there and stuff like that. I'm like, God damn. But all right, so it was me and a couple buddies of mine. We were all trying to figure out what to do. It, it was like a Wednesday, Thursday night. We're we're like. All right, we're fucking bored. There's really nothing much to do. Let's just go to a strip club. And I think I was still like, I was still 19, 20 at around this time. And uh, so there was only, there's one 18 and up club in Tucson. Mm -hmm. So we went to that one. So we're like, all right, we'll, we'll just do this, chill for a bit, get some dances, whatever. So we go. And we walk in. I actually had a friend that worked there also. Really cool girl. Um, me and her still kind of keep in touch a little bit. She actually, like, you know, you hear those stories that, like, girls just strip to pay through school. Mm-hmm. She legitimately did that. Like, she stripped to pay for a college degree. Yeah. yeah. Like, straight up. Like, she, every J, like every uh, uh, Juicy J song. I, I think she... Um, Got a degree in, like, archaeology or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This fucking smart-ass girl. But, anyway. Hot bod, though? What's that? Hot bod? I will not answer to that. Why not? <laughs> it's not like she's going like to hear this and text me and be like, Nick. It's a compliment. <laughs> no, she, she was she was very good looking. But, yeah. So. Fact is, she's an archaeologist. She's over there digging for... for um, for for bones and pots and pans and <laughs> so we go and uh, she she automatically she sees me she comes up to me she's like hey how's it going this and that I was like oh, just trying to kill time so she actually since it's eighteen and up there wasn't any alcohol mm-hmm. so she's like so it's full nude yeah cool and she was like can I get you something to drink and I was like you want to buy me a monster because I was tired as shit I remember that and she's like sure so gets me a monster. I go sit down, uh, just chilling, hanging out. I see my buddies getting dances. And then um, out of the quarter, corner of my eye, like, you know how that peripheral vision, you see something for a split second, but you're like, wait, that looks really familiar. 
that's what happened. So out of the corner of my eye, I see a girl that looks like my ex roommate. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, just kind of trying to really see. It's dark as hell. So I was like, holy shit, that's my ex roommate. Oh, shit. Like with nothing. And I'm like, what the fuck? So, of course, me being the dick that I. Because me and her, like, we're, we're not, friends. No, no, no. We weren't on good terms. <gasps> no way. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God. The story's getting better and better. So, just so be she was a dick roommate. And now you're saying you're fully nude. And you're like, ha. Huh. <laughs> so just to be a dick, I was, and, uh, what, one of my buddies knew her also. So I was like, just to be a dick. I, I told my, uh, friend that worked there. I was like, Hey, do me a favor. Take this, go to that girl over there. Say that it was from this guy. So that way he can get a dance from her. And then she walks over to him and I just see his face of like, what the actual fuck is going on like just horror mm-hmm. came over him and then she sees me over in the corner just kind of chuckling a little bit and then she, her face just got like <gasps> holy fuck you're here type deal mm-hmm. i'm like yep so so you bought a lap dance for another guy for for my buddy oh, okay yeah, not not just some random guy for a buddy of okay. mine that knows her. Ah, that also knows her. Yeah, nice. Like, yeah. So she went and gave him the dance. Had to. See, the money was paid. That's good, man. That's I see what you did. I did something super. I man, like that last story is the most. Fami- I have something super similar to that. So when I was a kid, uh, there's this little there's this girl. And I bring this up as like a detail on my stand-up. I talk about – I have like a, a couple stripper bits, and I talk about if you ever want to see a stripper freak the fuck out, call her by her real name. Oh, yeah. And you'll see them just go break characters super fast. So I there's a girl. Uh, I'll use a fake name. Her name was like uh, – her name was like uh, Kathy. Well, there's a dancer that went by the name of Tiny. Tiny? Yeah. Was oh, she Tiny, though? <laughs> Very. There you go. <laughs> So I have two stories. I'll do I'll do two stories. Okay. One story. Oh, maybe three. One. My first story. So yeah. So I had this girl that was my. Yeah, you gotta match my three. Yeah. I I had this girl that was in my uh, cul-de-sac, and and Jackie, uh, Kathy, Kathy, <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> I was in a real name. <laughs> Kathy. We're not oh, on friends' social media, so it's not like she would even find this at all. Yeah, but, I know. But so Kathy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking a. That's so funny. Kathy. Uh, was like the girl like I like played like house with when I was a kid like the first girl like I had like a little crush on and like kissed like in her backyard and stuff like that fast forward um like eight years we're all done with high school I think I'm like 18 at the time like I just started going to the strip club my buddies and I all kind of start going we start going like once a month or so it was a couple it was two blocks away from our work so we'd go there and it was no alcohol so it was 18 and up Full nude. So we go get a couple Red Bulls right. or, like, or like a Snapple or something like that. Delicious Snapple. And we would like uh, – we, we'd watch. We'd go on the tip rail. We'd all hang out. On a, we'd all get a booth for all like four to five of us. And it was never just like one guy or two guys. We went with like a pack of like four or five guys. So we go. We're, we're going. It's becoming a kind of a cons- uh, consistent thing. You right. Know? My buddy comes up to me. My buddy goes, dude, I met a girl at the strip club. <laughs> 
<laughs> and me and my buddy, like, we made like a we like made a way of like hitting on strippers, like getting numbers and stuff like that. Yeah. He goes, dude, I met this girl. Her name is Carmen. She's super hot, bro. Like, I started texting her. I was like, oh, cool, man. He goes, we got to go to the club and go see, let's go see her tonight. Like, I really want to go see her. And it was just me and him. Rarely do we do a two-man job. And so I was like, all right, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go, man. I don't have anything else good to do, anything else going on. So we go. And we're sitting down. And he goes, oh, dude, dude, she's coming. She's coming. See, she walks up on stage. And I, like, I'm looking at her. And I'm staring at her, and everyone, you know, has their eyes open, and everyone's, like, super, like, she had, like, big, like rock and bottom and stuff like that. And everyone's just staring at her. And I'm kind of looking at her, but I'm not, like, Not, like, in awe? No, I'm, like... like <laughs> Are you, you not entertained? Do, do you know that, like, that, you know that look you give people when you're, like, fuck, like, do I know them? And you're yeah. trying to put your finger on you're like, where do I know them? Yeah. And as soon as she whips her hair around, all of a sudden I'm, like, holy shit, that's Kathy. Last time I saw Kathy, Kathy wasn't looking like that. <laughs> Kathy went and got matured. She gets off stage. We go back to our booth. And mind you, I like, you know, I'm at the tip row. So I tipped a couple ones and and uh, I didn't do any like the fancy tricks. I didn't put any in my lap or put it on my mouth. Or right. Put, I, I just I stuck. I just threw it around because I didn't want her to see me. So I throw him down and like, I mean, she did the whole, like she put her boobs in my face and stuff like that. And, and, uh, like she did, she was playing the, the character, but in my head, it's like, she doesn't know who I am. So we're sitting down, she comes over and she's she sitting probably on, does and just doesn't want to say anything. No, she, I know for a fact she doesn't because what happened next, we're all sitting and she comes over and she sits on my buddy's lap and she's like talking to him and stuff like that. And, you know, and, and, uh, I'm just still staring at her. And she makes eye contact, breaks it, and then we finally – and she kind of notices I'm staring at her awkwardly. And she tries to break the tension, and she leans in. She goes, how are you doing, hon? And she, like, taps – like, starts rubbing my knee. And I lean in, and I go, hey, Mike, are you Kathy uh, so-and-so? And you see her go from a super bubbly girl to just super dead serious. And she goes, how the fuck do you know my real name? And I looked at her and said – it's Michael Ramos from Regency. Remember when we were 10 and we played house and all of a sudden she was like, Oh my God. Like, Oh, that's awesome. Like, how are you? And we, and I'm like, great. I don't think this is the perfect environment to catch up on life right now. Yeah, that's. I see that you're doing great. She goes, well, I have a baby. I'm like, typical. Of course you got to pay the bills. <laughs> so my buddy keeps texting her. She invites us to a party. Okay. I'm having a birthday party. We're doing it at a hotel room. We're gonna have we're gonna have booze and people come on by. So me and uh, my my three best friends were like, "All right, let's go." And we all go to the strip club together. So it's like the crew. Right. So we show up. There's Kathy, Kathy's friend. Uh huh. And then I think this caught Troy off guard, but I guess she was dating some guy, but. Troy was texting her. She had some guy that she was talking to. And there was like a third guy that was like in the mix, like within like the realm of her, like talking to these guys. And, uh, and there's two girls and there's literally four other guys besides us. So a total of like eight guys in there and two girls. And they all hand us a beer. Anthony, uh, smokes cigars at the time. So me and him would step out and have a little bit of a, like a cigar. And we're kind of standing there and we all kind of look at each other. And we're all like, all right, let's go. And then they're like, we're going to bring beer. And we're like, all right, we'll stay. 
So we got. <laughs> so we stayed. It's like, oh well, I mean, it, I don't want to be rude. And out of nowhere, it just became this whole little drama thing. Like this guy, like this guy was super chill. And he's like sitting next to us, and we're like, and then Kathy all of a sudden starts like making out with the other girl, <laughs> and everyone's like, "All right, eight guys, two girls in one room watching them make out. All right, this isn't fucking weird at all." And then the guy that was supposedly dating Kathy was like, don't do that. You're hurting my feelings by doing that. He's like, don't do it. And he would stop it. And then all of a sudden she starts freaking out. I have a child at home. My mom's watching. I should be there with her, not here partying and blah, blah, blah. And me and my guy friends were like, yeah, we're just going to go. And we just left. We just walked out. She was like, no, you guys stay. Enjoy the beers. Enjoy the room on me. Like, I'm just going to go. And we just walked out. And we were like. Alrighty, that was the weirdest thing that has happened yeah, to us so far at the age of 18. The only positive is we saw girls make out for like a minute and we got free beer. Hey, bonus. Bonus. Can't the, really go wrong with that. Yeah, so that that's, so that was the one really funny story. Not my gross story. Oh. This is the gross story. Why? Because <laughs> you're, talking about, you're talking about a guy banging these girls and almost getting an STD. That's true. I think All right, I, it's only fair. I never I to this day, if anyone knows anything about like female anatomy, please let us know on our Instagram. But like, <laughs> please, my, my, it, uh, educate us. So my busser, who is a guy that I've known since junior high, who's working at my work, he turned 18. And he had long Justin Bieber hair. So we thought, oh, cool. We're going to treat him. We're going to take him to the club. So we took him to the strip club. We go up in the tip rail. I'm giving him the rundown. Bro, throw ones down. Cripple it in your lap if you want him to pick it up with their head. Do this, that. You know, like giving him the quick things that I've learned. And all of a sudden, this girl comes up, and she's smoking hot. And we're like, oh, my God, yes. So she comes up, and she starts doing her thing. And out of nowhere... She like comes up slot and it's full noon because there's no alcohol. Right. She slides down. She like opens up like her legs like, and as she's like crawling. Uh huh. This smell. Oh oh. Nick, this like fishy kind of smell just, <laughs> just thinking about it is making me sick. Comes out, and we see like these little droplets on the on the rail. Like 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 drops of like some sort of liquid. She noticed that we noticed, uh, and she takes her hand and she like swipes it on the counter and she mops it up. Finish collects her money, finishes, walks off, and I feel so bad for Cody. Cody was like, "Dude, what the actual fuck was that?" And I was like, "I have never seen that in my life." Nectar walks up, literally goes, "Oh my god, it smells so bad." Is that you guys? And we were like, "Nah, uh, that was that girl that wa- that walked up, that was just up here." And we got up and left. And I feel so bad we didn't tip that girl. That's, uh, but that was the grossest thing we ever had. And I told one of our servers at my, at my restaurant about it. And uh, she was like, yeah, that girl definitely had an STI. Oh, that was dude. definitely something, something dirty, some dirty snatch. That's... I never, I, I never hooked up with a stripper. I've never did anything like that. My buddy did. No, neither have I. Like uh, I, that will never ever. Well, at this point, obviously never, ever happen. No, <laughs> I didn't like at 18, man. It was That's... so cool. It was like. Where I'm from, there's not really, like, clubs or anything like that. It's Applebee's right. or the Rhino. And the Rhino's manager at my at my hometown was almost like a town celebrity because he had, like, a little rat tail. 
Oh, yeah? But he always came to my steakhouse and got, like, steak appetizers. Like, we had something called a steak plate, which is, like, cut up steak with bread. He would come order, like, three or four of those and go and feed the girls. So he'd feed them, like, like meat and stuff like that. And then when what? I got promoted to bartending, I'd be bartending. And these two older white men would always bring this girl. And the girls were never that cute. When oh, I went really? when I was 18, it was a better selection. But as I got into, like, my 20s, before I moved down, I would have this one girl that would come every time. And she always left me passes. Oh, hey, if you have any friends, come see me after work. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, totally. Let me spend my hard-earned money on you. <laughs> you know, like, and she don't, and the guys are always buy her. Because that makes sense. Oh, uh, dude. Coronas and shots of Jameson, I'll never look at those the same. Uh, I just have one stripper that would come in. She'd do Jaeger bomb on the rocks. And I was always like. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Disgusting. So, yeah. So, that's cool. We have a, uh, we have a connective path with strip clubs. <laughs> that is something new that I've never even realized about you. So. I always learn something new about you. I know, right? So, uh, I, I found the roster. Oh, you did? Nice. Found the roster. Uh, turns out, for full power, like doing all three lifts. Okay. It's me and two other guys. What? Let's look them up real quick before we get off here. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do. Let's look them up. Let's. We're gonna do a quick analysis on uh, Nick's competition. He's got a total of three guys. Wait. So if it's three guys, no matter well, what. Well, no, you... it's me and two others. So, but a total of three though. Yeah. So three guys in this division, your weight class for your your level. Mm-hmm. So no matter what you do, you're gonna place top three. Yeah. I mean, my first well, and wrestling the, and then tournament. There's, I did, I got there's third. someone. Uh, there's <sighs> I a, three people. There's a 308 competitor that's doing bench only. So is that so not in your, your division? It's not. I don't believe it'll, like, because it's going to be broken up into, like, separate. Is it first, second, and third, or is it first, second, third, and fourth? Uh, first, second, and third. So with three guys in your division, so, I mean, you're going to get a my, medal regardless. My, uh, my, yeah, but. But you want to get, I mean, obviously with <clears throat> only three people, you want to get, like, number one. Yeah, and I can't find them. Oh, you know what? Really? Or if you want to look him up, here we'll look him up on my. We'll look him up on the, the Power Comedy podcast. We'll do it incognito. <laughs> We're gonna use our Instagram as an advantage to find <laughs> other people. There we go. One of the benefits of having social media, you can stalk, and they only know who you are. What's the first one's name? Uh, hold on, I gotta find it again. We should, if they're if they're private, we should follow them. <laughs> Daniel Nanelli. So Daniel and then here. Let me see. It's Oh, we're gonna find these guys. <laughs> Whoa, what the heck? I can't we're on a s- mission. I can't even see the Here, the, let me Here, just spell it out for me. Well, I don't wanna N U N N. So what comes up? See, I don't know if that's the guy. I, I've never seen seen him before, so I'm not even sure. I don't know, he looks pretty muscular, but he doesn't look three hundred and eight though. See, that's always the deceiving part, because muscle weighs more than fat. I don't know. Where's this at? Tampa Volts? Maybe they spelled the Nelly wrong. Maybe it's this guy right here. Nope, that's definitely not. This guy's a fucking hipster with glasses. <laughs> that's definitely not All a right, fucking well, powerlifter. Whatever. Uh, look up the other guy. Okay. So Daniel Nanelli, we don't know who you are, but we'll find. But we'll we'll see what you bring. <laughs> <laughs> I got creepy. We'll find you. We'll find you. Uh, Jamie Ortiz. Jamie Ortiz. Uh, yeah, there's a lot that comes up for that one. Maybe it's this guy right here. Personal blog. 
Nah, that's not 308 pounds. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Dang, we can't find these guys. Right? I know. Dang, we're horrible stalkers. Yeah. Oh, well. We're like the worst stalkers I've ever seen. <laughs> I know girls that will full on find you their social security number, find out everything you need to find out for yeah, them. Yeah, right. But I actually just wanted to see how many other 308s there were, you know, just to kind of see how... For your for your division, what you're doing, there's only two other ones, so there's a total of three people. Yeah, so I'm... So you're staying comfy. You're, st- you're placing no matter what. Yeah, but higher the better, obviously. So. All right, so your competition's uh, next week. No, it's it's this week. Oh, this week. What, what, yeah. what day this week? Uh, I am s- not including today. I'm four days out. Four days out. Make sure you follow Nick on some social media. You can follow him at the Nick Hulk Dorian on Instagram, or no. you can... <laughs> It's at Nick the Hulk Dorio. Oh, Dorio. That's right. It's, I fucked it's up. It's N-I-K. N-I-K. Yeah. The Hulk Dorio. Yeah. D-O. D-O-R-I-O. And then you can follow me. Uh, you can also follow us at uh, Power Comedy Podcast. Yep. On Instagram. You can definitely look on there. We'll definitely have Nick stuff on there. And then uh, you can follow me at uh, Michael A. Ramos. M-I-C-H-A-E-L-A-R-A-M-O-S. And that's it. We're going to be calling this episode Strip Club Stories. <laughs> Thanks for hanging in there until we found something juicy to get our get our get sink our teeth in today. <laughs> it's a little slow start, but yeah, it's always worth it in the end, guys. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Remember, uh, the name of uh, or the saying of Adam Devine from Workaholics, keep it sleazy. <laughs> yep. Say bye, Nick. <laughs> bye. Bye. Bye, Nick. <laughs>